0: It's amazing to me how many people desire to grow in their walk with God Regardless of where they are in the journey So they ask for more faith Many people pray for it Other people say if I come to church maybe I'll just serendipitously get it However the scripture is very clear about how we get more faith So then faith comes by hearing And hearing by the word of God as Romans chapter 10 verse 17 reminds us So our prayer for you as you hear this message is that your faith would go from where it is to where God intends it to be. Grow as you hear this word. Oh, my, we love you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Citadel. Faith, Citadel. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. For those who don't know me, (laughs) I'm Shafanya Harrell. I am... I've actually been here since 2017. And um, I found my home here after some church hurt. Um, I'm thankful that my relationship with God was not that that I would stray from him forever Um, for a moment I felt lost but then he spoke to me through some people and said you know you can come rest love be loved on just come and see. And I remembered in his word he says just come. And so I came here and I've been at home since and I'm just so thankful for this family of Faith Citadel. Amen. I do have a word from the Lord on this morning. Yeah, yeah. Um I sent Asia a message this morning of like googly eyes because I was up at 4 a.m. Um, writing my message. And um, it was so ironic. Because I just got the word. That I was going to be preaching on Thursday. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but God is good. Yeah, yeah. And um, in the midnight hour. He, he talked with me. And said. Child I have what you need. Um, And it's not just for you. So at 4 a.m., God gave me this word, and so I want to share that with you this morning. Um, The word that I will be bringing forth today is going to be found in the book of 1 Kings, 1 Kings 19. And it's going to start in verse number 3. And it reads here, and I'm reading from the New International Version, but um, all versions read similarly. So if you have another version, just read along, please. Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness he came to a broom bush sat down under it and prayed that he might die i have had enough lord he said take my life i am no better than my ancestors then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep all at once. Say all at once. An angel touched him and said get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. He was tired y'all. He was tired. The angel of the Lord came back a second time aren't you glad that the god that god will come back for you again the angel of the lord came back a second time and touched him and said get up and eat for the journey is too much for you he didn't say too much for him he said too much for you just keep that note so he got up and ate and drank strengthened By that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and slept all night. Amen. God's word is truly blessed. And uh, let's pray before we go before God's throne. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, how we love that you are for us. How we love, God, that you are a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. God, we are so grateful that you love on us even when we're tired and we don't feel like we can move another inch. We thank you that you will pull us to the place that you want us to go. You'll feed us in the wilderness, Lord. And we are so ever grateful for your loving kindness and your tender mercy, God. We thank you that you are a God that provides everything that we need. We love you and we honor you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a praise, a hand clap of praise. How about... Not for me, but for the Lord. Amen. He is worthy. He's worthy of all our praise. Amen. Amen. So just a little backstory here before we go for, before we go to the actual scripture, I just want to tell you why he, why Elijah was so afraid. Why was he running?? Um, well, I kind of went back a little bit, and I saw that um, in this moment. Um, the uh, Israel was under the reign of Ahab and Ahab it says in the Word of God was despised and way more than anybody else before him God's anger burned more for Ahab than it did for any of the other kings that came before him so you know he had to been doing the most right and he was married to jezebel who had been killing prophets um, to the point where um, there were prophets hiding in caves 50 in one 50 in the other and so um elijah being a prophet he was afraid for his life and so instead of what i said consulting the lord which is was ironic to me like why didn't he ask god first before he just took, took off running but sometimes we do that sometimes we take it upon ourselves to move before God says move and then we get hungry and tired in the wilderness amen but neither here nor there um, he was a man after God's heart I would say he was a prophet but he was afraid for his life and so in this moment, he just took off running in the wilderness. He didn't know where he was going. I don't think he knew where he was going. He was just running for his life, tired. He came upon a bush that he could sit down and get a little rest. And sometimes we have to take just a little rest in order to get to the next phase of where god wants us to go so i'm coming up around i'm giving you a little backstory about why he's running so now let's go into the text it says here we'll walk through it and then we're gonna look at a few other scriptures but as pastor carrie says it's church so if you if you're not coming to go through some scriptures then you're probably in the wrong spot amen Amen. So in verse 4, it reads, So after a day's journey in the wilderness, Elijah was tired. And not only that, he had been praying for God to take his life. He was so tired, he was just ready to give it all up. Transparency. I have never tried to take my own life but I do know some that have. And family members even. Um, Tired and weary of what is going on around them. They would rather leave this world than journey a little bit further, trusting in God and knowing that God has a destination for you. Um, he starts to pray even asking God to take his life Lord please take me I have been this tired so tired where I just sleep all day depressed under the covers with it pulled up over my head not wanting to even eat I have cried to my face was wet with tears y'all because of circumstances. I was sure I would never be able to come back from. But thanks be to God, in all his love and grace, that he didn't listen to me. (laughs) He didn't listen to me. He said, no child, I have something for you to do. And so you can't leave now. You can't die now just rest. And so he gave him a little something to eat. And I'm so grateful that we serve a God that when you're tired and weary and sleepy and ready to give up, that he doesn't ask you to go in the kitchen and fix you something to eat. Um, when it says in the word, when Elijah woke up, the meal was there waiting for him. It didn't say any meal. It said baked bread. Like it had been baked over coals. What not no coals and, and, and stove and, and all of that in the wilderness. Where did the print bake bread? And a jug of water. Not a drop, enough to quench his thirst. I say that this is the word of God. For me, when I'm tired and I'm sleepy and I feel like I can't move anymore, he gives me a morsel so of his word. He will say to me, Child, I have a meal for you. In that meal, he takes me to Psalms 25 and 22. And if you have that, if you want to turn with me to Psalm 25 and verse 22. It says, deliver Israel, O God, from their troubles. They cry, you cry out to the right person and he will deliver you from those troubles. 25 Verses 16 and 17 says, turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free from me my anguish. We can ask God for that, y'all. We can ask him to relieve the anxiety that we have on a new job he can ask us to relieve the hurt of losing a loved one he can lead us to the words to get us to the next level of things amen he was tired though y'all so even when he woke up and he ate a little something i'm sure he was like head down i could just kind of see If you're tired, you just kind of have a little limp in your shoulders, you're thirsty, you just don't want to move, you don't want to do anything, you just want to sleep. And so God allowed him to do that. He said, okay, you don't have to move right now, but eat this food, get my word on you, and then go back to sleep. Because now you need to rest. It's not time to move yet, it's time for you to rest. God will allow those seasons of rest for you. And I say take advantage of those seasons of rest because normally for me, when he's got me resting, that means I'm resting up for something. So be aware that he didn't say stay in that rest. He said rest right now. Because I have something for you to do. So then he says, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm tired. I don't feel like being bothered. I'm, I'm going back to sleep. Okay. So he goes back to sleep. And the word of the Lord says for a second time, the spirit of the Lord comes back to him and taps him on the shoulder and says, get up and eat. And so he did that. I'm thankful that, to God that he didn't question to get up and eat. He could have even said, you know, I don't feel like eating. I don't want to do it. Because we do that. We tell God we don't feel like it. We tell God we don't want to. I'm not hungry right now. I don't want your word. And then you find yourself tired and in the wilderness sleeping under a bush. He wants to strengthen us through his word, everybody. His strength is in his word. And when you don't want to move a little bit, when you don't want to take another step, God's encouraging word will get you to the next level of things. Amen. And the word says all at once. I love that when it says all at once, which means it's happening like that. Because we got to wait on a lot of stuff. I'm so tired of waiting on stuff sometimes. But sometimes we need to wait on the Lord. Because he's not going to let us go without what we need. He takes, us to, he takes me to a scripture that I call food. It's in Matthew 6, verse 27. And it's turned there. And it reads, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? Why do you worry about clothes? Why do you worry? Don't you see? Don't you see the flowers in the field? how they grow, they don't labor, they don't spin. they don't do any of that. Yet, I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if God cares about a flower in the field, having everything that they need, having the word of God on the inside of them, having the strength to move forward, then how is it that he would not do the same for you? He's given us food, y'all. He's given us encouragement to move forward in the things that we're going through in our lives. When our children are, I was about to say something about my children, okay? (laughs) It's the grown children, that, and they worry you. And when you feel tired of talking to them, because now you didn't talk to them and talk to them and talk to them, and they still doing it and doing it. And do. But then I think, is that how God is looking at me? Because he's told me to go. He told me to do that. He's told me to come here. He's told me to. Am I like that grown child? I do this to mine. <laughs> Still. Well, actually, it's like this because they six feet tall. They six two and six four. So I had to jump up and punch them, you know. But how amazing is it that God does not. He, he will chasten us. He will correct us, but I heard Asia say um, recently um, about spare the rod, spoil the child. Are we spoiled children when we have God's word as food right here? When we have exactly what it is we need in order to get to the place that we need to go. Are we in the wilderness because we chose to be there? We didn't consult God first before we went? Is that why we tired and hungry and got to sleep under this bush? Is this why we gotta be woken up a second time and eat some more before we have to go to this place that we weren't even told to go to in the first place? Why don't we listen sometimes? But even in that, God didn't say, I'm gonna turn my back on you and just let you starve. No, he didn't. This time he says, not only am I going to give you food to eat, but I'm going to give you something to drink. It doesn't even say the bread or the water. It just says he gave him meal to eat. So, of course, I think, because now he got to get up and move. It's some meat involved. You no, know I like, you know, I, okay. Um, it's some meat involved, okay? I said a nice quail came past. You know, that good old fire that he broke, the, you know, built that bread on. He's going to throw the quail on there now. We'll have some meat with this bread and water, okay? But then again, that meat is the word of God. So then he says, well, now you need some meat. Let me give you a little meat. We're going to go to Luke 8 and 25. The word says, where is your faith? He asked his disciples in fear and amazement. They asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and water to obey him. Why do we question then when we're in the middle of the storm that he will even bring us out? When it says right here in his word that he has the power to stop the winds from blowing. The power to stop the water from coming and taking over you. He told us in his word that the power that is in Jesus Christ is in us. By his Holy Spirit, he gives us the connection to God to be able to have this conversation, to be able to take this meat and this bread and this water and apply it to our lives so that we may be able to get to the next step of this journey. It's a journey, y'all. It is a journey, y'all. I don't know what your journey is. It may be a sickness journey. You may be sick in your body. There is meat for your sickness in this word. Your children may be going crazy. They may be doing the most. But there is bread in this word to help you with those children. You may be struggling on your job. Your boss getting on your last nerve. I don't want to be here no more. I'm sick of this place. Pray for that person. But you can only do that by getting this water, the living water of God in order to do that. God's word is our meal. He is the master chef. And he's not just going to give you any little thing. He's going to give you prime choice. You're not just gonna get a steak from Walmart. You're gonna get what they call root Chris. You're gonna get some Ruth Chris. Is Ruth Chris still good? I don't know. You're gonna get some Ruth Chris on this one, okay? We're gonna get some J. Alexander. We're not gonna get McDonald's. Even though McDonald's is good too, y'all. <laughs> So in that, I've got to say this, too. Just a story. I know that I am a person that works out sometimes. It's it's, a little, you know. I, I work out a little bit. And I remember when my trainer was telling me, when you go to the gym to lift weights, you cannot go hungry. And you can't just eat anything when you go. So you should need a piece of cake and then go lift weights. You're just not going to have the type of energy that you need to lift the way that you want. She said, get some protein in your body. You need some protein in order to lift that kind of weight. I don't want that. I want some cake. The cake ain't going to get it. You need to get some meat that's going to get you to be able to lift the type of weight in this struggle that you're going through. Prepared for you. You don't even have to look for it sometimes. It'll come to you through a person, through a child, through a song, but it's meat for our spirit. We need to be able to consume the word of God like we would consume that wonderful meal that we're thinking about when we get home today. If you're hungry for it, be hungry for this meal because this is the one that will sustain you. This is the one that will get you forward in the next level. This is the one that will get you over the grief. This is the one that will get you past the hurt. This is the one that will get you past the pain. This is the one that will keep you moving when you don't want to move anymore. When you just want to lay under that bush and go to sleep. God's word is a meal to our soul. Consume it today. God's word is amazing. The meal that was waiting when Elijah woke up, it was the right meal for the right time. The first time, it just was the bread and the water because he was allowed to go back to sleep. But that second time, when it was time for him to get up and move and go, 40 days and 40 nights, he wouldn't just be sustained on bread and water. Understand that when you're in the wilderness and you have to get 40 days and 40 nights to the place that you're trying to get, you need. This word to feel your gut in order to not lose your mind, to not give up, to tell the devil, oh, I can win this race because I have the Lord on my side. He is with me. He is providing for me. He is my God. And there's nothing that you can do that will have me under this bush sleeping. I am strong because of God's word. I am blessed because of God's word. I can keep going because of God's word. I'm not in fear because of God's word. I'm in my right mind because of God's word. He will make your feet like deer feet. He'll make you strong. He'll make you be able to stand on those jagged rocks that you thought would kill you. He is our source. We just have to tap in to his word. It's everything we need, everything that we need is right here on this plate. The sides and the main course and the salad. You said seven courses. I remember we were talking about seven courses of food. All seven are right here for you. The appetizer, the salad. You don't need no fork. You just need to pick it up and consume it into your soul he will make a way you just have to trust in his word trust that it won't leave you it won't forsake you it won't leave you desolate it won't lead you astray it'll let you rest but then it won't something let's let's move Everything we need is in God's strength. All we have to do is tap in to the meal that he has prepared for us. Amen. That's all I got. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Don't go so fast, hold on. I'm so grateful, my sister, that I get to see your journey. I got to see you preach for the very first time, and I've gotten to see you preach every time since, and now I get to see you as God has grown you and changed you and encouraged you. I got the chance to be there for that. And I'm so glad that you made the decision to follow God's word, to follow what he has said, to bring you to this place. Because absolutely that was for you, but it was for me too. It was for us. So if you would stretch your hand to our sister, Minister Sean Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you. We honor you. Look at what you have done, oh God. Father, we don't know every struggle, God. We don't know every fall, but we know what we see standing before us today. A woman of God, a woman of worship, a woman of the word. One that has gotten up, Lord. There was an after this. That she committed to standing to God. Lord, you rescued her. Lord, you anointed her. You strengthened her. God, you did make her like a well-watered spring, God. A well-watered garden, an ever-flowing spring, God. That you would allow her to pour out your word for us to be encouraged. For us to know your strength for us to know your goodness, for us to know the source that is your word. God, we thank you for the ways that you've built her up, Lord. That in the midnight hour, God, that she would be able to remember what you've already done. And having done all, oh God, she would stand, stand therefore, just like she's done today, Lord. That she would be strong enough, God, as one who has tested your word and found that you are true. One that has tasted and seen that you are good. God, that she would not only just share the gospel, that she would proclaim your goodness, God, unto your people. That she would speak comfort to your people, God. That's what you've done through her for us. So God, we ask that you would continue to anoint her, God. That you would do for her as you did for Jeremiah. That you would touch her mouth and put your words in her mouth, God. Father, that you would continue to affirm, God, that she is one who was meant to tear up, to pull down, God, strongholds of the enemy. That she would take territory for you, God, through your word through the power of your Holy Spirit, would you do it, God? In moments when you're not sure, in the moments where she would say, Lord, is this what you have for me? Did you really call me? Let this day, oh God, be another confirmation of your call that your people need her, need her story, need her example of worship, Would you continue to fill her up, oh God, not just for us, just for her, God. She's your daughter. Remind her. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. How wonderful it is to have a God that would rejuvenate us that would give us life when we feel chased down by this world chased down by the needs that need to be met but we can't see how to meet them chased down by the hardships of this life feeling unwanted Feeling as if we are lied on and mistreated. But that he would send a meal for us. That he would fill us up with exactly the meal that we need. There are some people in this place that are thirsty. That have experienced a dry season. There are some people in this place that are hungry. Some people that feel the hunger pains. Maybe they're not physical, maybe they're the hunger in your soul, a hunger for rest. A hunger for comfort, a hunger for it to just, just for the world to stop and slow down for just one moment. A hunger for a healing of your body, a hunger for a healing of your mind. A hunger to see your children come back. A hunger for the strength to continue to take care of your loved ones. And you haven't found it. There are some other people in this room that know that it's with the Lord Jesus that we were fed. It was in Jesus that we found the right meal for the right time it was in Jesus we found the strength to get up and to move it was in Jesus that we found great water that we would not thirst anymore and if you don't know Jesus in a moment we're going to say a prayer for you to know him so that you can get filled open your heart to him with heads bowed and eyes closed all over the place. If you know that you are someone who needs Jesus to be that for you, with heads bowed and eyes closed all over the building, why don't you say that to him? I'm gonna give you a moment of silence for you to do that from your own heart to God's ears.
0: One of the great things about having heard what you just had a chance to experience is that your faith has gotten stronger. There's no way that you could have heard this message and your faith has not been increased. But where do we go? How do we move from faith to faith? The Bible is very clear that if you have not really made the greatest decision of your life, which is to become a Christian, you've really missed the great joy of the journey. So wherever you are, if you would like to have a personal relationship with Christ, Do what the scripture says. Call upon the name of the Lord and you can be saved. Pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. I receive you now as my Savior and as my Lord. I'm trusting you and only you to direct my life in Jesus' name. Congratulations, wherever you are, that means that you have become a believer. For those of you that are already believers, your faith is now stronger. Don't be merely a hearer, but be a doer, and let's change the world. If you just prayed that prayer, you have an opportunity to reach out to us, and we would be honored to serve you and help you in your journey. Uh, please contact us at area code 313-871-FORT, or please visit us on our website, Citadel of Faith. Dot o-r-g that's simply spelled c-i-t-a-d-e-l of faith dot org all one word we would love to hear your testimonies we would love to hear your prayer requests know that you're in a partnership with us and you're not in the journey alone let's change the world together one person at a time